Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, December 2nd. It's National Fritters Day, but I decided that wasn't good enough, so I went to the famous birthdays section, and it's Britney Spears' 40th birthday, and it's Aaron Rodgers' 38th birthday, so maybe a potential future couple alert there. I just thought I could float it out there for you guys. And, uh, you know, we're back for Flag on the Play. It's the 60th episode. Good to have a nice round number. We obviously missed Monday. Feels good to be back. We're all virtual today. You know, reasons undisclosed reasons but uh protocols have been put in place uh how's it going on up in edmonton you're always the virtual guy does it feel good to have some company yeah it does it does it feels good i feel like i'm not you know weighing down the ship this week so it's good um and i don't know if we're gonna do a taste test later on the tim beebs but just so the audience knows i truly mentioned this before but the tim beebs are out i tried them uh and they're pretty good there you i enjoyed go. them we'll talk about it yeah. later we can get to that okay um Alex, okay, okay how's it going with you my friend going good a lot of stuff going on like you said um we're versatile podcast so you could put us on mount everest um you could put us in a tsunami we do our pod doesn't matter what gets in the way of us we do our pod so um a little hurt that uh, some of us couldn't get access to the tim beebs but at least Owen did, so I'm happy for Owen. Yeah, apparently a big seller in the uh, yeah. in the south and not so much in the north of this province we're in right now. Kind of tough for uh, the southern boys, but what can you do? Now, um, it's not exactly the Xbox Live mic from Flag on the Play After Dark a few weeks back, but it's maybe 5% better. So Adam's going to be laying low today a little bit, but when he chimes in, you'll know it's him by the uh, wind tunnel. Just speak up and let him know that you're there. What's up, guys? Um, I'm oh on the <laughs> coming in on the supreme microphone. Uh, no Tim beads for me either, but I got a French vanilla. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, um, if you're listening and you like this podcast, because I saw some of you guys were sharing with me, Spotify Wrapped. It was your most listened to podcast. I got a couple of those. So, thank you to those people. Really? But um, uh, if you like this show, you know we don't make money. So if Adam if you one of you wants to buy Adam a mic because you like this show so much, uh, I wouldn't complain, and I don't think anybody here would, and I don't think you would either because uh, it's tough right now. <laughs> All right, we can go with that. No comment. I'm just with a no comment, frozen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what you want me to say, dude. I'm trying my best. That's okay. That's okay. Um, obviously, we missed the Monday show. So we told you all in advance, though, we were going to miss that one. You know, it is what it is. But since you guys didn't get that usual football recap, let's just look at the playoff picture. Let's break it down. If the game started today, if Roger Goodell said, you know what, I've had enough of this season, playoffs start right now, here's what we would be looking at. Um, AFC, Baltimore gets the bye. And then Patriots are playing the Chargers, Titans are playing the Bills, Chiefs are playing the Bengals. If you boys want to go and, you know, give that a little rate, what's your favorite there? If you'd like to see an in-the-hunt team sub in, just just give me a little uh, sunshine there. What do you think, Alex? I'd, I'd like to see an in-the-hunt team sub in. I'd love to see the uh, Colts in there <laughs> on, a, on a Saturday morning. Owen could not wait to get That's that That's what in I'd there. love to see. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, you know, the AFC is like kind of uh, – a disaster right now but i there have been times where i was like you know what the colts might be the best team in the afc so i'd like to see him in there 
Wow, you and but Colin Cowherd like, banging that sense. drum. Yeah. yeah. Who do yeah. I want to see in the in the hunt graphic? You said. Sure. Yeah. Well, what was the original question? Well, I mean, it, there's there's matchups there. Like right in the playoff matchups. Yeah. What do you think of the matchups? What do you do? You want to see an in the hunt team in there? Anything? Any way you want to take it? Um, you know what? I'd be okay with the matchups if they started off right now. Um. Bills, Bills, Titans. I mean, that'd be kind of interesting if both teams can kind of get up, uh, get healthy. Um, love to have Derrick Henry back. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Chiefs, Bengals. Uh, I don't know about that one. That would be kind of weird. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll, I'll cast my vote for Titans, Bills. I think those are pretty, pretty two uh, elite teams when, uh, when healthy. I like that. Elite teams. Okay. All right. Good, good to see them go at it. You know, one elite team bounced in round one. That's always something yes. I love to see in every sport. Um, <laughs> Adam, if you want to keep it, you know, with the mic conditions, like, you know, do your best to keep it short. <laughs> but what do you think? Uh, yeah, I like all those matchups. I think, <laughs> I think Patriots charges wouldn't be that fun to watch. But other than that, they all look pretty good. Okay. All right. That was good. That was good. Nice and short. I like it. Um, NFC Packers they'd be playing the football club the Buccaneers would be playing the 49ers and uh, the Cowboys would be playing the Rams we can kind of forget about the first two because like kind of yuck but Cowboys Rams would be pretty fire and I would love to see the Cowboys get bounced in round one can we all agree that they would get bounced ah hmm. uh, do it do it to spite Adam <laughs> if anything sure sure yeah 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 sure yeah, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys both are... these teams are, are mirrors of mirror images of themselves right now honestly when you look at it i mean not just the records but i just kind of feel like they're both in shambles just losing games um that they should be winning and not really not really elite i can get down with that i agree matt stafford i heard he has chronic back pain i discovered that before i took the rams and uh, mm. somehow i was like you know what he's gonna play through the chronic back and uh, he's gonna get the two points against the uh, packers not to be. Maybe I should listen to chronic back pain. I don't know. But uh, Adam, nice medical done. Nice medical done by the Rams before they traded from. Yeah, always good. Really nice. Yeah. I th- Real nice. I like that they took like in like June. They're like, "How you feeling?" He's like, "Great. I've never felt better." Yeah. They're like, "So it's done." He feels fantastic. Yeah. Like end of He's story. like, "I haven't taken a sack in six months." Yeah, I feel great. I've never been so healthy. Yeah. Well, we're in November and it's not looking so great. But uh, Adam, are you nervous about your Cowboys' big loss last week? Talk to the people, but not for too long. I'm getting a little nervous, but it'll be nice to see how they play with their receivers back and Randy Gregory's coming back and Demarcus Lawrence coming back. So I think we'll be okay. But if we lose a game with all of those guys back, then I will officially be panicking. Okay. Officially be panicking. I hope it happens. I really do. Um, Some running backs, some news with NFC running backs in particular. First of all, Delvin Cook's out two weeks with a shoulder. Debo Samuel, he's got a groin injury. He can be put in the running back category. He's just kind of a running back now. Um, Christian McCaffrey, out for the season. Shocking news. Shocking news. And uh, in the last two hours, Adrian Peterson is going to the Seahawks. So I know it's it's crazy times, AP, you know. But uh, any of that, one of those you stick out? I mean, that was the most slurred sentence possible but any of those stick out to you as interesting at all or not really i think i think two interesting ones for me i'll start off with the seahawks here i think i just think it's funny that you know they're like well you know what we're three and eight and we like to run the ball so i think the answer is ap (laughs) um not sure what the thought process was behind that literally just like sign an sign someone who's like 20 something years old um that's doesn't have a contract right now and i think they'd they'd have a better shot at 
um, taking over that backfield. And second, I think a huge, huge hit for the Vikings losing Dalvin Cook there. Um, these are some really important weeks coming up for them. Um, they were playing some pretty good football. And I think Kirk really is the kind of quarterback that needs his running back um, really bad. Um, and once, you know, Dalvin is running all over the offense, he can run that play action better and he's pretty good. So um, it's it's going to make Kirk's life way harder because he's going to be forced to actually throw the ball. Kirk Cousins needs a lot of things in his life for yeah. them to go well. So uh, it, it is tough when he loses one variable. It's kind of a domino effect. Kind of tough to see. Um, I saw Chris Johnson commented on the NFL post of yeah. uh, Adrian Peterson. Do you see this, Owen? I did, I did. He said, we're going to ride this till the wheels fall off. Um, yeah. I think uh, he might play for all 32 teams before it's said and done. So shout out to AP. He's doing a world tour. Anything on those, Owen? Um, no, I would say, you know, is it time for us to talk about the Seahawks as contenders at this point? Oh, or... In Madden 12. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, I would agree with you guys. I think the most important one would be Dalvin Cook because you know when Kirk it's like late in games and he wants to line up behind the center <laughs> he needs a running back that can like or he wants to line sorry behind the guard uh he needs a running back that can kind of you know hey Kirk like snap out of it buddy a, qu- a bit quicker than Madison did because Madison was a bit late to react he was like whoa like he's like wait you know, a minute he just assumed his quarterback would go to the center but Dalvin Cook is he's probably a bit more in tune with Kirk and kind of, you know, would be more ready for situations like that. So they wouldn't probably have had to call timeout if he was on the field. Um, let's talk some NBA. We haven't talked NBA in a while, so uh, I'm just going to rapid fire this one, and we can go around. Just give me some quick thoughts. Uh, Look, COVID, thoughts and prayers uh, to LeBron as he's going through COVID right now. Look, COVID, but he tweeted this afternoon, puzzled emoji, you know, the one where the guy's sort of thinking, puzzled emoji. Something is real, all caps, fish emoji, fish emoji, fish on a hook emoji, fish emoji, fish emoji, going on. So what do you guys think about the tweet? What do you think he's talking about? Um, If you break down the sentence in its entirety, it's something is real fishy going on. So good grammar for starters. And uh, what do you guys think about the tweet? I mean, I don't really understand it, to be clear. Uh, (laughs) I I think it's pretty cut and dry. uh, Yeah. COVID out. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's how it seems clear to me. Uh, I don't know if we're getting a little bit of tinfoil hat, LeBron. I don't know if there's an emoji for that, but uh, you know, so he, I guess he discovered the emoji, so that's good. He's maybe trying them out. I don't know. It's, it's weird. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, I don't know really what to, what to make of this. Maybe just he he he's uh he's having some excuses. He's gearing up. He he saw you know how crap Westbrook is and. <laughs> how much of a disaster this team is. So, you know, he was out to start the season there, um, started fighting Isaiah Stewart on purpose, instigated it, wanted to get another game suspension for that. Now he has COVID. So he's definitely building up those excuses that he can point to at the end of the season when like, you know, the Lakers don't make the playoffs or they get bounced in round one. He'll be like, something was fish, some fishy was going on for those months. And uh, I can help my team how I usually do. It's a good, good theory. I like that. Um, Little Baby, James Harden, and Sweetie. There's a love triangle. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I actually did not know this. Back in July, James Harden paid Sweetie $100,000 to go on a date with him through Cash App. He refuted those rumors, but the evidence, I mean, James Harden sent Sweetie hundred k. I mean, the evidence is kind of there, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and then we, of course, know about James Harden and Little Baby's romance. I mean, they got arrested together in Paris. 
we we coined the term le bebe on this show um i mean now there's rumors this weekend sweetie and Lil baby have linked up the internet's did some sleuthing she posted a picture on a man's lap he was cropped out they said wait a minute that's Lil baby's outfit they're together and um I mean, dating rumors are swirling. What do you guys think of this love triangle? Can we take anything away well, from this? Phil, didn't didn't she didn't little baby also take her on like this big uh, like blowout shopping spree as well? I mean, or am I mixing? Up I my think stories? you're right. Uh, this sounds. I you okay. are right actually because the the initial date was let's go to Louis Vuitton or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the classic. Yeah, 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 the classic. Let's go. I to Louis do that Vuitton all the time. 100K. So Adam knows yeah. that move too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 he does know that move. No, I think uh, you know this could be a little bit of a, a rift. I think this is something maybe Steve Nash needs to address. Yeah, maybe get in the locker room, talk with his star, and figure it out because that could. You don't want to let this a thing like this tear your team apart. You do not. It could be a little Kyrie Lebron rift forming right now between Lil Baby and Harden. You never know. What do you make of the triangle, Alex? Well, first of all, I don't know who, where James Harden got his dating skills from because <laughs> cash apping a girl to go out on a date with you is like the most insulting thing ever. I think, you know, you can make assumptions on how that could be interpreted. Um, so no matter how much money you give, that's kind of messed up. And, uh, and uh, it's definitely tough to see a, a bromance at risk of falling apart. I mean, that was, you know, story of the summer, them going to Paris um smoking smoking some kush and uh getting arrested like, like that that's such a great thing but you know love gets in the way and uh and little baby's making his move so um james harden thought he could you know stop it with a hundred grand cash app uh, transfer but wasn't meant to be adam would you ever cash app for dates I don't think so, no. Okay. Yeah. Way to get the way to put your foot down. Way to put your foot down and set a line. I respect <laughs> it. Do you have anything Pardon? on the COVID too? I didn't ask you about that. Uh all I did was go and like the tweet. So oh. that's that's my contribution. That's a good contribution. By you yeah. could also buy Space Jam if you're a real fan. But <laughs> anyway. Um Ennis Cantor changed his name to Ennis Freedom. It's not on his on the back of his jersey, so it doesn't count. It's yeah, going to that's be. That's right. It's going to be. Oh, it's going to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to see it first. He wore yeah. it actually during the bubble, so you can see it already. You can go look at it. Ah, okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> you haven't put the research into any. Got me. You got me cornered. I got no moves. I have no outs. Anything uh, on Ennis? Yeah, I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking maybe he's like gonna drop a book or something, or like start a podcast because he's been everywhere. I feel like. Maybe he's like, starting a podcast you know, with us. Oh, maybe. maybe. Yeah, that's what we call a tease yeah. in the business, right? Yeah. You are right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's been active. He's been active. He's been had a lot to say recently. He's starting a little bit of beef with LeBron. Uh, so I don't know. It just seems interesting. Maybe he's something's up there. That's all I'll say. Something's fishy. Fish emoji yeah. right now. <laughs> what shoes does Canner wear? Uh, not Nike. I know that much because if you've been following. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure he wears like Adidas and he's like, wow. They make their shoes not the same way Nike does. Yeah, if you follow, he actually wore white Nikes the other day and just scribbled in red, like, child slavery on them or something like that, child labor. So, uh, yeah. I'm interested, actually. I got to figure it out. It kind of went crazy. Yeah, they did look cool. Do a deep dive, Alex. Yeah. Let us know. Um, actually, this is big for you, Alex. So, right back to you. Nicole Jokic yes. went partying with the Jokic brothers last night in Miami. Yeah. How does this feel? Yeah. 
feels great getting some Serbs out in Miami. I don't even know how many Serbs live there. So anytime you get the chance to, you know, flex and get bottle service in Miami as a Serb, like he's doing, he's doing good for, for our whole nation. Um, <laughs> not also, also a biggest flex in the sense that's like some gangster stuff there. Um, you go beat the heat in Miami and then you go party in their city um, with, with your bros. Nonetheless, too. Um, his, his bros seem like partying guys. Jokic himself doesn't seem like a partying guy. Um, I looked like he was kind of forced into doing it. Um, his fit wasn't that cool either. So um, he looked like he was the type to just be ready to go home after like an hour. <laughs> just be like, can we go? That's a me move. I don't want right to be there. here. I can get down with that. That's not no one move. But that's a me move. So I'm down. This is a film move. <laughs> <laughs> Can't confirm or deny if it's you. <laughs> um, last one in NBA rapid fire. John Wall went in Instagram comments and said, hashtag free me. Uh, John, I got bad news, bro. There's there's no chance. Nobody's coming to save you. The gates are locked and uh, you're stuck. So hate to break it to you, but I think that's what's going on. Um, would you trade for John Wall's $50 million if you were, I don't know, the Guangdong Tigers? I heard the Knicks might. <laughs> I mean, sure. Like, no, serious. I think, I think that was what I read was because uh, Kemba's been so bad. They're trying to trade Kemba to the Rockets mm. and then get Wall back. Well, they just got to match like forty-five more million in salary to make that happen. <laughs> yeah, Randall Barrett. You know, yes. Yeah, get John Wall. Makes sense to me. <laughs> um, huge baseball developments since the last time we spoke. This is again for Owen here from a Blue Jay perspective. Uh, you knew it was coming, but the team lost Robbie Ray to Seattle and Marcus Semyon to Texas. Two people we thought it would be an uphill battle to keep. We said that on this show, but uh, it definitely, the blow is softened because the Blue Jays got Kevin Gausman, five years, $110 million. And uh, Owen, just let the fans know, how should they be feeling right now about the Jays' offseason so far? I mean, I would say the offseason is not necessarily done, first of all, because there's been some noise uh, about the Jays maybe pursuing Chris Bryant or Chris Taylor. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I would keep your fingers crossed. Uh, but as far as Gosman goes, I mean, Gosman was one of the best pitchers in the national league this year. I thought uh, at least for the first half of the season, even in the second half, he was still really good. So he, I'm pretty happy to see that. And then, I mean, the Rangers have probably the best middle infield in baseball right now, or at least they're, they're up there. So I don't know. It's interesting to see how aggressive certain teams are. And I like that the blue Jays are, are aggressive, even though we can keep the guys that, I wanted us to keep uh, Gosman's a good consolation prize. Alex, I know you're with him on the aggressive. Yeah, I love I love the Jays uh, being aggressive. I feel like the for sure like the last three years, I've been very happy with the off seasons. Uh, getting Ryu was 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 big, um, and then getting Springer. So um, it, it's win now mode. You you still have Vladdy and Bichette under team control, I believe, for like four more years for sure until you have to uh, extend them. So. Might as well use uh, use that money to surround them with with better pieces, um, and I like it. Gosman's been good. Um, as as for Simeon and Ray leaving, uh, I think Simeon leaving hurts a little more. Um, as Owen alluded to, he said that uh, Ray was a product of Pete Walker, which I agree. No, I'm just kind of kidding. <laughs> Shout out to Ray for getting the contract. Like, nice job. But uh, but yeah, when the Rangers spend half a billion, I mean, I hope you have the best infield in the uh, in the show. So um, good for them. They probably do. They probably do. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, I he was offered more money by other teams, but he went to the Blue Jays. I just thought it was interesting. I, I listened to him talk a little bit today. 
Uh, and I think the Blue Jays are now, this is like now a legit free agent destination because of the core that, that we have. So that's nice to see because it's something I, don't, I feel like we haven't seen in a long time. So uh, there's that too. Just well, people are realizing that, you know, Toronto's bigger than Milwaukee and Cincinnati and it's a little cooler than those cities. So yeah, yeah, that too. So, and he also <laughs> said he, he came here to win a championship. So yeah. like, let's freaking go. Love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Javi Baez said the same thing about going to the Tigers, so I wouldn't get too excited personally because it might be the Tigers' year after all. So you, you never know. Um, I wanted to say quickly, Max Scherzer went to the Mets for three years, $130 million. Now, listen, there's a chance this works because Max Scherzer is really good. But to me, this just seems like the most Mets move of all time. Get the guy who's 38 and could be very well on his last legs and pay him the highest salary in baseball. Seems like a pretty Mets move to me. I don't know. Just, just one man's opinion. I agree. Yeah. I love seeing all the Mets fans on on Twitter just raving about Scherzer. And like you said, I mean, he, he was pretty good for the Dodgers um, this past postseason. But everyone's like, oh, Cohen this, Cohen that. Like, relax. Like, like you said, like you're paying him the most. He's 38 years old. You don't know what he's gonna bring you. And honestly, Scherzer, Scherzer and Degrom are not like they're great pitchers. It's a great rotation. But just them two alone aren't gonna, you know, will you to a World Series. So. You got you got to get some more things. I don't know. I I, I kind of like it. I think that you know he's a, kind of a Tom Brady type when it comes to baseball. Like his last contract was seven years with the with the Nats when he was I believe thirty one or thirty two is when he signed it, and those contracts never work out. Like that's those are Albert Pujols, Prince Fielder type contracts that always end up with them getting bought out in year five. Uh, but, but it ended up being, you know, one of the best contracts in baseball for the time that it lasted because he's been one of the best pitchers of my lifetime. So, uh, you know, and then you look at last year, there's no decline. He was arguably, he could have, could have easily won a Cy Young that he had a strong case for it. So, you know, three years, isn't that long. If he busts after year two, you have one year paying him overpaying him and it's whatever. So, uh, he's, you know, I think it's a really good move. I like it. I'm down. Also, um, I'm not saying the cool. Dodgers were wrong for this or anything, but I mean, they gave up a lot for like a month of Scherzer. I know they got Trey Turner in the deal too, but you know, they, they gave up quite a bit. So losing them after a month, I feel is, like is kind of tough. Um, we rarely touch college football, but before picks, we should. We're yes. a Canadian show, but uh, huge stories coming from college football. Lincoln Riley, 100 million and a big amount of benefits to go from Oklahoma to USC. Uh, Brian Kelly getting equally hundred million dollars and a boatload of benefits to go to LSU from Notre Dame. Uh, anything on these massive stories here or are we still not really a college football show? I've been listening to a lot of college football actually um, stuff just cause, cause I, I thought it was pretty interesting. The moves that were happening and stuff just kind of, I mean, you're almost, I mean, Oklahoma's out of it, but, uh, but Notre Dame's ranked sixth and uh, you know, Brian Kelly just, we all saw he four minutes uh, exit speech, um, which is kind of tough. And they're still trying to, you know, see if they can get into a playoff or something. Um, but uh, on Lincoln Riley, um, I was hearing rumors that, uh, well, not rumors, but just that he's scared that Oklahoma and Texas would be part of the, uh, what, what's the division with uh, Alabama and all SEC. of Yeah. SEC, SEC 2025 they're and, going in yeah and he's basically scared to go in and be facing those guys with the LSU and Alabama and all that so I mean I can't fault him for taking 100 mil but I'm hearing a lot that uh he kind of he kind of didn't want to be part of that I think it's good to like get a little refresh here because I mean the last couple of years like USC's just been a complete tire fire and obviously when they're good it's a huge deal 
and uh, it's good to get. I mean, Notre Dame, uh, you're never going to get the level of players that go to LSU than you are at Notre Dame, so it makes sense for Brian Kelly. He, you know, he doesn't have to leave his state to recruit. Like, I mean, everybody will want to play for LSU from Louisiana. It's not that hard to put two and two for together sure. why he does it. Um, Adam, I know you wanted Lincoln Riley for the Cowboys. Were you disappointed about this? No, I think I'll manage. <laughs> I think you want okay Kellen Moore as your head coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm happy with Quinn. He'll get it done this week. Let's go. Well, we'll get to that in a very brief amount of time. But anything on the college guys, Owen? Yeah, I mean, like you said, Phil, it's going to be – the recruiting is going to be so much easier. Like, I was listening to uh, Colin Coward this week, and he was talking. He was telling a story about Pete Carroll where Pete Carroll said that he – he, he would only get onto the plane to, uh, you know, to, to fly out of state to recruit guys. I don't remember the reason. It was like if they were basically and only no, first round picks, first round NFL only picks, first round picks. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Lincoln Riley is not going to have to to do much recruiting, and you already saw the impacts of it. Like there were two uh, Oklahoma guys that decommitted yesterday. Uh, one of them was like the was the best quarterback in the class outside of Arch Manning, who's you know obviously has, he's uncommitted at this point. And then uh, Caleb Williams is likely looking like he's going to de- he's going to transfer. So uh, big shakeups. And I thought it was funny too. Um, there was a post. I don't remember who posted it on Instagram, uh, but it was a quote from Lincoln Riley where he goes, uh, "You know, this is going to be the mecca of college football." Talking about Uf- USC, and there were two Oklahoma guys that commented. One of them was like, he just like was like lol, like laughing, and then the other guy said, "He he told this to us last week." So Lincoln Riley got caught like recycling speeches, which is it's tough. <laughs> that is a tough look. Something yeah. I've never done before. Can't no. can't be me. I think no, the same never. thing probably happened to Brian Kelly because you know after they lost to Cincinnati, he was like, "All right, guys, like heads down, stay under the radar. We got to stay clean. We got to win." And then yeah. one week to go, and they're still alive. And he's like, "All right, I'm I'm gonna leave, guys. Bye." And the funny the funny thing with the other funny thing with Brian Kelly too it was like before the news even got announced, his uh, Twitter had like you know had like a custom banner of him in the LSU colors and he had like a new profile photo of him with the tiger and everything it was funny that was before like it was even announced it's hilarious his son's a photoshopper that's the only way to say somebody is yeah it's white she's grinding (laughs) yeah yeah uh time for the uh pick segment which we do every uh thursday morning for you last week we did a mega picks week because we wanted to you know it was mid-season we were in a bit of a lull and we wanted to you know give the teams that are behind a chance to catch up a little mid-season push and it was a good opportunity i thought um didn't really work kind of an oops situation owen you went five and five and you won your lock. So you kind of stayed exactly where you were to go 500 and just roll it over into the next week. Adam, you also went five and five and won your lock. So congratulations to you as well. Your boys' locks were Miami for Owen and Denver for Adam. So have your moment in the sun there. How did it feel to get those locks right? You know, it felt good, especially because I wasn't sweating this one out. It was like they never, it was never in doubt. So that was a nice change. Yeah, that Denver one was pretty easy. Um, you should have gone along with me if you listened to the show. I gave us a pretty good start of them being 1-0 against the spread with me and Phil there. So now they're 2-0 against the spread. That's a pretty big sample size, and they will go 3-0 if we ever go back. It's true. We were there. We had a great time. Pat Sertain made a great play, had a good game. Um, it was a good time, but it didn't translate to my lock of the week. I went 6-4, and four and I lost my lock of the Falcons, which, I mean, honestly, if you listen to my explanation and you knew I was picking the Jags-Falcons game, those are the two teams I got wrong all year. You should have just faded me. Like, I'm not even kidding right now. If you listen to the show and you followed me on that one, you're insane. And um, 
I mean, Alex, you put your jinx on my team. I you did. went six and four, but you lost the walk on the Steelers. So thanks for ruining my weekend. Hey, I don't get to go f- uh, over 500 many times. So talking up a dub <laughs> in my books. Take them when you can. Hey, That's how you do it. That's a good week for the show. We all, no one went below 500. It, pretty impressive, to be honest. Yeah. I like it. Um, the bye week teams this week, Green Bay, Tennessee, Cleveland, Carolina, all pretty, you know, okay teams with some stories there. So they'll be missed this week. And uh, especially because this is just a crap week of games. I'm not going to lie. If you look at the schedule, um, good day to get up the Christmas lights, good day to decorate the tree, you know. But uh, it's also a good day to watch football. So maybe just do that too. I don't know. Just one man's opinion. Uh, Thursday night, Adam, your team is in action. You're going to New Orleans to travel to play the Saints. You're seven and four. They're five and six. You're favored by four and a half. And uh, looks like the Saints are going to have the band back together. Will Kamara practicing? Some Taysom Hill is going to start. Mark Ingram full health. So uh, they get those guys back. You do get back CD Amari and uh, Demarcus Lawrence, but no Mike McCarthy. So how are you feeling going into this when you're trying to stop the streak and you think you're going to cover here? Yeah, I tipped my hat earlier, but I think Amari Cooper and CD Lamb are obviously very big i don't think Dak has ever really been great in his career without having amari cooper so having him is really going to help and marcus Lawrence is a big impact player so nice to have him back i will happily take the cowboys let's go i i'm shocked right now absolutely <laughs> floored by your pick right there owen what do you think in this one this is a, a tough one for me uh just because um, New Orleans is coming off obviously a big loss. They're playing at home, and uh, I feel like they're kind of due for a win. But in the same in the same vein, I think Dallas is gonna. They, they've been struggling for too long, and like uh, Adam said, with uh, with those guys back there, I think they'll. I think they'll pull it out. So you're picking the Saints? Uh, no, I'm picking the Cowboys. Okay, all right. You confused me with your wording right there no, at the no, end. No. So I, I, I was thrown off. Hand <laughs> up, my fault. Taking the Cowboys. Let's go. Alex, yeah. what do you think? I'm taking the Cowboys too. Um, I like that everyone's coming back. Um, they've lost some games here, like I said. It's time to uh, recuperate and get some uh, wins. And I just think the Saints are way too battered. Uh, too much stuff going on for them. Um, and not having Mike McCarthy is actually a plus, I think. Not going to have any clock management issues. So going to be pretty good. Taking I'm the taking the Saints. Uh, so you guys don't have to switch off. Nobody will have to switch off this one. But I don't know. I just don't like the mojo in Dallas right now. No McCarthy. I think they're in a bit of a scramble here. And Saints need this one to keep their season alive. Weird stuff happens on Thursday night. W- would I be lying to you if I said that I originally wanted to pick the Cowboys, but I remembered it's Thursday night, so I just picked the Saints? Maybe I wouldn't be lying to you if I said that. I don't know. But I'm taking the Saints. Plus four and a half. I'll do it at home. Sunday morning, Chargers 6-5 and five at Bengals 7-4. and four. Bengals minus 3. Um, Adam and I saw the Chargers firsthand last week. Didn't look very good, but uh, I think, uh, I don't know, this should be a good game. Still be close. Cincinnati, Chargers. What do you think, Alex? Oh, man, this is such a toss-up for me. I honestly don't know. Cincinnati had a rough patch there uh, not too long ago, and the Chargers are just so up and down. Um, I, I'll go with Cincinnati. I think they're a, they're a more complete team right now. Um, they're coming off that big win. Um, Burroughs looked good. They're running the ball well. I think more things are going well for Cincinnati than it is for LA. Um, I just can't get a feel for the Chargers right now. They're just very confusing. So I think I'm going to stay away from them. I like Cincinnati at home. I can get down with that. I think Owen will probably agree with you. 
Uh, no, I'm going to disagree with Alex. I'm going to take the Chargers this week. Let's go. Yeah. And uh, he made a good case. Cincinnati has looked really dominant uh, in all phases of the game. But, uh, you know, I think that Joe Burrow has been – or sorry, not Joe Burrow. He's obviously been really good. But Justin Herbert's been kind of the one reliable piece there on L.A. along with maybe Austin Eckler. Uh and so I think their offense is not the issue. I think maybe their defense is a bit has been a bit of a problem, especially running the ball. Uh, but that aside, I think you know I think they're due for a win. Um, I think they need at this point of the year a loss here would be pretty damaging to their playoff hopes, especially considering how bunched up the AFC is. So I anticipate them doing their darndest, and uh, I think it'll be a close game. So I'm taking. I'm going to agree with you there. I'm taking the Chargers. Um, Cincinnati's been cooking back-to-back blowout wins over 500 teams, but, uh, I don't know. This line seemed low to me. Like everything says take Cincinnati. Man, you know what that usually means? Vegas is right. Just take the Chargers. So I'm going to take the Chargers. They're three and one after a loss with this coach. So I'll, I'll take them to win this one. What do you think, Adam? I'm taking the Chargers too. I didn't think the line was low. I thought it was too high. Um, three and a half points. I will just say it's going to be a close game and take the field goal let's go i like your reasoning there sunday afternoon this is going to be tough for me um baltimore ravens eight and three at pittsburgh steelers five five and one ravens minus three and a half tj watt likely out for pittsburgh i mean he was there last weekend not like it mattered but uh this is still tough that he's out um if you haven't been following things pittsburgh not good uh it seems like the season is coming to a screaming end, but I don't pick against my favorite team, so I have to take Pittsburgh, but I don't recommend you put any money on this. That's just one man's take. But you don't pick against your favorite team, so I have to do it. But I imagine you're all eager to take Baltimore, particularly Owen today. Yeah, I'm going to take Baltimore by a million here. Uh, Pittsburgh, <laughs> they can't really stop anybody, uh, especially without TJ Watt. And then, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, he was looking... Big Ben, Big Ben last week. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was an ugly game. And when they did make nice plays, it was good to see. Uh, it was good to see. It was good to see like Claypool and uh, Juju yelling down forty-five points at other players. So it's just, it seems like a team that's kind of in disarray. So I'm going to take. Oh, we're not done with Claypool. Million. We'll get to Claypool. <laughs> okay, I sure hope so. Him. I sure hope. So. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Alex? Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree here with Owen um Steelers are in shambles right now not looking good um and me locking them in last week didn't help with this pick so um definitely gonna stay away with, stay away from the Steelers uh Lamar said he played like a rookie um against the against the Browns last week so I expect him to not play like a rookie and really give his best performance which is going to cause problems uh, problems for the Steelers so I'll take the Ravens here Adam are you going to make it through v one yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens. Uh, no explanation really needed here. Okay. I mean, you know, I would make fun of you, but you're right. There really is an explanation needed. It's fine. Um, Sunday night football, Denver Broncos at Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely massive line here. Chiefs minus 9.5. I think that came in much higher than what most of us were expecting here considering the Broncos win last week. But the reason for that is Andy Reid is 19-3 and in his career after a bye. One of the best of all time after a bye. So they really cooked the line up there. What do you guys think here? Alex, you want to shoot first? This, this is a tough one. Uh, like you boys said, I was kind of impressed by the Broncos there um, with their with their win over the Chargers. 
Um, but the, like I said, the Broncos have been up and down all year. Um, Reed's record is pretty good. Um, and the chiefs are, are playing at home too. So, um, I know it's a really high line, but I just, I have, a, I've had a hard time trusting the Broncos this season. So, um, I'm going to go with the chiefs and, uh, Reed's going to keep up that great record. What do you think, Adam? Uh, I'm also going to take the chiefs. This is a really hard pick, but I just feel like at home and off the bye. It's hard to see Denver keeping this close. Uh, their quarterback play has not been very inspirational, and I don't think they can shut the Chiefs down the way they did the Chargers' offense. So I'll take the Chiefs. I'm also going to take the Chiefs. I really wanted to take the Broncos because if they win this, they're in first place in the AFC West, which is crazy. Um, nothing would make me happier than seeing Denver get in there. But, I mean, Kansas City's so good off the bye, and you're not exactly preparing for the greatest show on turf Rams here. You're preparing for Teddy Bridgewater, so I think that I like Kansas City to uh, roll in this one. Owen, are you going to make it the sweep? Not anymore. I'm taking uh, Denver, Um, and I think it's too many points in a primetime game. Let's go. That's good logic. I man, I would make fun of you, but I like that logic. I'm okay. That logic's been used on the show, and it has not been very successful. <laughs> not until today, baby. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Broncos are going to get that down. Uh, Monday Night Football, huge game, massive game. This is going to be a hype game. And to make it even better, the early forecast shows heavy snow. So get excited. It's Patriots at Bills. Winner goes to first place in the AFC East. Bills minus two and a half. I mean, Patriots have won their last six. They're on absolute fuego. Bills has not exactly been on absolute fuego, but uh, I mean, this is a huge game. I can't wait to watch this. Adam, what do you think here? Uh, I was going to take the Bills until you said heavy snow. Now I will happily take the Pats. The Bills can't run the ball, and the Pats defense looks way too good, so I'll take the Pats. Owen, you going with them? I'm going to take the uh, Bills. Uh, I think that they are a better team than what the record indicates. Uh, Obviously, they've had some struggles at points in this year. Um, But, you know, I still think I'm going to lean against them having one of the best defenses in the NFL, along with one of the best offenses. And uh, although Mac Jones has played really well, I still think Josh Allen is the superior quarterback. So, uh, I think they'll get it done. Although I imagine it'll be right there at that line. It'll be really close. I can't wait for this game. Alex, yeah. what do you think? Um, I was thinking of taking the Pats before, but you know, I'm big on previous wins and losses and just going through the previous wins that the Pats have had here on their six game win streak. They beat the Jets. Not good. Chargers haven't been very good this year at all. Panthers stink. Browns stink. Falcons suck. And uh, the Titans are all battered up too. They had no run game, no Henry, um, they're all injured, COVID, whatever. Um, so I'm going to take the Bills here. Bills are, they've also had a shaky season, but I think this is probably their best opponent out of these out of these seven games here now. Um, and uh, I, I think they'll really try and uh, they're going to be motivated. They're uh, they want to they want to win the the division. It's a divisional game, obviously. Um, so they want to you know chill out the Pats a little bit. I'm down with that. My head says take the Patriots. But my heart says take the Bills. I hate the Patriots way too much to take pride in their success for any reason. So yes. Bills win 41-2. to yes. That's my prediction right yes. there. Yes. Buffalo by a billion. Best yes. bet, lock of the week time. I mean, who wants to kick it off? I think the losers should get a chance to correct themselves first. So, Alex, you go ahead and shoot here. <laughs> for sure. I'm off in the loser here. 
So uh, you guys do what you want when you listen to my pick. Um, I'm going to go with the 49ers as my lock of the week. Um, I like, I like them. They've been rolling. They've won three in a row. Um, and who hasn't been rolling has been the Seahawks. 49ers, great offense. Who doesn't have a good offense or defense, the Seahawks. So if you don't get it by now, the Seahawks aren't a very good team. They look horrible. Um, and I and I don't like them against against the 49ers, who are a pretty dynamic team. I know they're not going to have Debo Samuel, but I think Shanahan will probably still cook up something. Um, it's a very, very, very short flight game. Super short. Um, you know, Pete's losing his touch with the team. Um, this it's just looks like a disaster in the locker room. So I'm going to take the 49ers here. Okay, I it's risky, but I can respect it. I mean, when you break it down like that, it's not that risky. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm good at breaking down, but I never hit my freaking logs. So. <laughs> Alex, did you did you make this your lock before the Adrian Peterson news? Oh, oh yeah, good point. I might have to. Uh... <laughs> Might have to change it. No, I'm kidding. We'll, we'll come good back. Question, to the good end. question. We'll come back to it at the end. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm gonna have to think about this long and hard. <laughs> um, time to correct my loss from last week. You know, most important reason why my lock didn't win last week is I locked in the Jags. I never get the Jags right. That you know they fail me at every turn. Um, I put my faith in them. It was a mistake. Time to go to somebody that hasn't let me down. That's the Colts. Every time I bet on the Colts, they seem to succeed for me. So I'm going back to them this week. Minus nine and a half in Houston. It's a time of the year where you know if you're bad, you just stop caring. You know it's December. Like you want to spend time with your family. Maybe you care less. So you know Colts want to get back in the win column. Had a tough loss last week. They want to reestablish the run. And uh, I think they come in there, get in the win column, and do it in a big way. So I'm going with the Colts to lay down the smack on the Texans. Owen, it's your turn, buddy. Yeah, I'm going to be riding with my boy Tyrod Taylor, and I'm going to be taking the Texans here. Wow, lock off. Lock off. Yeah, I I think this is the first lock I've ever had. I know I had a secondary lock off, I guess, with Adam a few weeks ago, which was BS, but uh, (laughs) I'm going to take that. Yeah, I'm going to take the Texans here. Um, I think that, uh, you know, their win against Tennessee was impressive. Uh, and I think Tyrod Taylor is a legitimate NFL quarterback. He's good. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, this is a bit too many points for Carson Wentz. And I'm not going to put my eggs in the Carson Wentz basket. So I'm taking Houston. And wow. let it be known, I'm on, a, I believe, a two-game locks winning streak here. So mm. You might be on more than that. You've been on Fuego. So. I might be. I might be. Yeah. We'll, wow, we'll get the true, stats team on that one. We'll get them on okay. that. Adam, you have the best record of locks, so the people should listen to you. And what are you locking in this week? Uh, I'm about to make some show history. Uh, I'm going with the first ever show. Or actually, never mind. You've done it before. But I'm going with a double lock, and I'm locking in the Niners with Alex. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. You love the Something's Niners. has got to give. This is a huge testament. What's better, Adam's picks or the negativity of Alex's lock? What's going to give? Something's going to fold here. It's two forces going at it. Yeah, and this is at minus three and a half, I forgot to mention. yeah, Exactly. The Niners are way too good of a team to be disrespected like this, and they can just run the ball all over the Seahawks. I don't, I don't get why this is three and a half. It should be ten. Wow. I mean, Debo Samuel himself is worth like 10 points. Yeah. So maybe that's why. But he's out, so. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. no. So I, it's been like 13 I and a half better. with Debo Samuel. I, I, you're right. You're right. My brain. So who are you betting on in this game? Who, who's your pick for this one? 
out of curiosity. Well, I think I'm going to have to go with San Francisco. Heat. What are you taking? I'm taking the Seahawks. Uh, I don't know why you would do that, but okay. It's, it's your life. He likes AP. Know. Hey, he does. I do. I love AP. Till the wheels fall off, baby. What random numbers are you going to show up on this time? Maybe 36? All right. Bozo of the week time. I think I should go because I teased it. But Chase Claypool is my Bozo of the week. Guy could really win it every week. But there's, you know, I'll I'll give you the general synopsis. And then it's going to end with something that really is coming from my heart. So stay tuned. But, I mean, three parts to this story of why he's my nomination this week. First of all. Losing 41-3, to makes a catch against second stringers, gets up, immediately starts celebrating for no apparent reason, starts trash-talking um, the backup corners on the Cincinnati Bengals. So, I mean, that was a real tough guy act. Then second, after that, he's running a route, gets about five yards down the field before he decides to grab the Bengal guy by the face mask and swing him out of bounds. Really shrewd decision-making there. Absolutely, you know, health and safety, everything great. Uh, love this guy. And then number three, day after a blowout loss to a division rival, getting swept, three losses in a row because you count the Lions game as a loss. Um, he says, don't worry, guys, I have an idea to save the season. I'm sure you all saw it. They said, how do you make practice better? Because, you know, you're not winning any games. I mean, surely, you know, you could practice better. Practice makes perfect. That's what they say. And all he has to say is, quote, we have music in the warm-ups, so that's fun. People are dancing, having fun. So I think maybe music would make practice more fun and a little more up-tempo. This is coming really from the depths of my heart right here. You make me not like the Steelers. You're not serious about football. Your boy with the blue hair is not serious about football. I, I want both of them off the Steelers next year, or the Broncos limo is waiting outside my door, Whoa. and I'm taking my wow. family with me to Colorado. Some fighting words. I'm, I'm, I, on my life, I'm putting it here. This is an ultimatum. Steelers, get rid of both. Not one, both. I want them both gone, or I'm a Bronco fan here on out. I'm taking my talents to Colorado. This was once a proud franchise. These two make a mockery of it. They're a joke. They're a disgrace. They make me hate this team. So I'm considering leaving if you don't get rid of both of them. You have until May 1st, 2022. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, the Steelers and Phil have been dating forever, and the Steelers have just stopped impressing Phil. They lost that magical touch that Phil fell in love with, and the Broncos, man. Wow. Love it. How how can I not support the Broncos is my problem. But I, this really angers me. And I know Owen is probably just as upset about the Claypool situation, even though he's not a Steeler guy. Yeah. I might be less upset than you because I'm not a fan, but that's, it's just, Fair. it's clownish behavior. It's clownish behavior. He needs to, Tomlin needs to rein it in because it's getting a little bit out of control. I it's all funny games enjoys... when your team's undefeated, but when your team sucks, it's another thing. I hope that Claypool has a great time playing for the Falcons next year. I really do. I love how his answer is they're not having enough fun. Their life's just not fun enough playing in NFL football games. Hey, who not cares fun. about wins and losses as long as you have fun, bro? As long yeah. as you're having a good time, let's let's play the music at the park. What do you want in music? What do you think? TikTok top 40? What do you want, bro? <sighs> Some Corvette. Dude, can you imagine? That would be so funny. Oh, my. They would never practice a play. It would just be breaking dancing in the middle of the field. Adam, do you have anything about my boy here, or what do you think? I think you got it all covered, Bill. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Solidarity, bro. What are you boys putting through this week? I got one here. Um, So we mentioned, we actually talked college football a little bit earlier in the show. 
Um, and I'm sure you guys saw this story because it kind of made the rounds. But uh, one of the coaches that uh, left their school and got a new job was um, Brian Kelly, the former, now former coach of the uh, of Notre Dame, who is now coaching at LSU. There was a story that kind of went made the rounds this week that when he was coaching at, I believe it was Central Michigan, he actually had two grad assistants named Matt LaFleur and Robert Sala. Uh, mm. Don't know if you guys know them, but they're kind of, uh, they're actually NFL coaches now. So How does Central Michigan get those guys? That's my, what a stroke <laughs> of luck. How'd you not win anything? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a great point. Um, maybe it is, has something to do with the way that they were treated here. Um, because the story talks about one time when Brian Kelly, who was obviously the head coach of the program, he had a little Christmas party at his house and he invited Matt LaFleur and Robert Sala over to his house. And they, and they thought that, you know, they thought, oh, coach is like inviting us out for a Christmas party. This should be a good time. Uh, but turns out they were not on the guest list and they were actually on the worker list. So they had to shovel the snow in the parking lot, park cars. Uh, and then uh, when the night was done, they had to, uh, you know, they had to get the cars again and, and give them back to the drivers. So uh, they were kind of like valets and snow shovelers for the night, which uh, kind of rough. Um, and then the other part of this is Brian Kelly. Alex alluded to it, but he had his uh, little address to the team. Sources say it lasted less than two minutes. Apparently he entered the building. At, he, first of all, he had the meeting at 7 a.m., which was silly. Uh, and then apparently his Uber came at 7:11, so he was in and out and just left. So I don't know. Not 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 the classiest of moves there. On either. What the hell is this guy Ubering account? for? Just not have a car? <laughs> like what? I'm sure LSU provided the car service, bro. Don't worry. They, they, okay. They yeah. hooked him up. He, sure. he sold his car and house like a month ago. This was all in the works. <laughs> That's really? probably why. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. But that's why. maybe okay. why. Oh yeah, man, I mean, I'm, my favorite part of the video. If you, some, a Notre Dame player, recorded the the video of his goodbye speech. I don't know if you saw it, but if you didn't, you should watch it because at the start he says, "I'll take questions at the end," and then he speaks for about three minutes, and then he just leaves. No questions. <laughs> yeah. Forget what I said three minutes ago. It means nothing. Yeah. So, so I will and, say uh, though that. Go ahead, Phil. No, no, no. It's you. It's you. I was just gonna say I don't like the I don't like the filming your coach's farewell thing and posting it on social media. That's gross to me. True, like, true, true. Yeah, it's entertaining, but you you don't you know you don't need to do that. Have some have some respect there. Like like maybe Facebook Live it. Like I'm fine if you Facebook <laughs> Live James it, Wilson but, style, but or uh, Antonio Brown style, but uh, <laughs> but not the Twitter That's man. Right. Come on, yeah. you got to fit Alex's platform preference or else he's out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> What are you uh, putting in this week, Alex? Um, so it's actually also another story associated with Brian Kelly, um, but he's not technically my bozo in this. Um, my bozo is Robert Franklin. Um, so uh, like Owen said, you know, given the surprising hire of, of Brian Kelly going to LSU and leaving Notre Dame, uh, Robert Franklin, um, he is the director of photography at Notre Dame. Pretty sick gig, kind of a big deal. Um, so this guy reached into his vault and became the hero we all needed. Um, you know, everyone's happy about Brian Kelly getting hired. Um, it should be good vibes only, you know, great coach. He deserves it, but whoa, let's pump the brakes. He did something very bad. Um, he tweets out a photo of Brian Kelly giving someone on his staff, the middle finger, um, in 2013. And the middle finger is the classic. You guys have all done it. Don't lie. The one where you're in like, 
you're in uh you're in elementary or, or junior high and you give that like the side middle finger right at your hip so like no one kind of sees it's one of those it's one of those like we've all done a it hidden. it's a uh, hidden like we've all done it but this guy is like freaking spider-man out here catching everything he caught it so it wasn't hidden from him um and he quotes in the tweet saying brian kelly photo i shot on the sidelines in 2013 yes it's real the gesture was made on his own sideline immediately follow followed by a tommy reese turnover in the red zone i've kept it under wraps for eight years now yes it's real I mean, he's saying, yes, it's real as if we just figured out all the past U.S. presidents have been like reptilians or something like (laughs) Jesus, like just the biggest conspiracy theory solved ever. Um, So he's really putting his career out on the line. This guy's a bozo, you know, putting this polarizing photo out. I think it's 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 such a lame. It's so lame. Like I get writers and people in the media trying to make a name for themselves. But this is so lame, dude. And the fact he says, yes, it's real twice in the tweet is so cringe. It's so cringe. So you're my bozo. I kind of love, yes, it's real. I'm yeah. Kind of in. Yeah. Yes. He's like, this is not Photoshopped. It's real. He did this in Touchdown Jesus. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The disrespect <laughs> to the Golden Dell helmets yeah. to do that. <laughs> I can't lie. I thought it was, I thought it, like he was joking when he posted it because it seemed so like outrageous that he would Over be the making such a big deal out of it but now that i know that it's like he's being serious it makes it even funnier because <laughs> <laughs> it is real yes, twice is, real. is hilarious and then the yes, fact that he real. had it like just in the chamber for eight years he's like this oh, this will be it this is gonna this is gonna waiting. do him in it was sitting yeah. in his drafts and he just had to update <laughs> the years Every New Year's Day, he was yeah. going in there changing six, seven years since I've been holding this. Eight yeah. years since uh-huh. I've been holding this. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to this guy. Yeah. I kind of like this guy now. Yes, it's real. Too. Hold the front <laughs> lines, buddy. Keep it down. <laughs> I'm putting in my vote for Brian Kelly, the the Central Michigan version. Uh, I'm going to make I'm it a Brian. Yes, it's real. Let's go. You know what? As as good as the Claypool story was, which was freaking hilarious, let's just make it a Brian Kelly uh, win here outright. Brian Kelly's week. Big big win for our guy. Adam, what are you putting in? I'll give Claypool some respect. Let's or some disrespect, I guess. Thank you. I mean, I was going to make you correct, so you did it on your own. That was nice of you. Thank you. Um, genius of the week time. It's time to get into it. Uh, I'm going with the guy who dyes DK Metcalf's hair. I was watching Monday Night Football, and he had a new hair color again. Kind of every time I see him, he has a new hair color. So I went onto his Instagram, and I went onto Getty Images, and I tried to track down how many hairstyles the man has had in the last two years. And I got to at least 12. And that's not counting, like, the re-dyes and, like, you know, like, accentuating the color type of deal. So... 12 different hair colors since the beginning of last season. I couldn't find the name of the guy who, like, does the hair dyeing. I'm not sure who that is. But just know that this guy is a genius because he's got a job for life. I mean, this guy is just clearly addicted to changing his hair color. And there's nothing wrong with changing your hair color. Like, do it as much as you want. It doesn't affect me. But this guy's just a massive benefactor because he found a guy with an addiction that he can help. He's like, you know, he's going to send him late night texts, you know, like new color tonight. And you know, he's getting it back. Like, yes, sir. Like, let's do it. Like, what are we thinking? Yellow, yellow. Let's do it. Blue, blue. Let's do it. So this guy's just a massive winner right here. Huge genius. I mean, you've got this guy right where you want him. You're making money for life. You set the price, bro. 
I mean, he, he has nowhere else to go. You're setting, you're setting the prices, and it's an NFL salary. So congratulations to this guy. I just wanted to put him in Genius of the Week. Whoever you are, come forward, and I'll, you know, maybe buy out him a mic with all that money you get from DK. <laughs> big, big-time genius. Um, and if he gets Juju in there, too, then that's generational wealth for his family. <laughs> Don't let Claypool hear about hair dye or it's over. Man's showing up with green dreads next game. Seriously, though, there's no way that's good for his hair. That's got to oh. be. There's no way. His hair's got to be fried right now. Yeah, it must be. Adams is the only guy who's dyed his hair in this room, I think. I mean, how, how does it does it hurt? It doesn't hurt, but it's, it's definitely not good for your hair to do it too much. I know that for a fact. kind of kills your hair when you do it, so. Your hair's looking Maybe. good. You're killing it with your hair right now. I agree. Do say so myself. Thank like you. Uh, yeah. Nothing to say. Just felt his face a little bit. That was nice <laughs> for the audio podcast. Um, Alex, what are you putting down this week? Um, so I think it was Phil who mentioned it a couple pods ago. Um, Scotty Pippen went into Tom Brady, oh. just flaming him for not playing on 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 two, both sides of the ball, not playing defense. Um, so our boy Cordero Patterson heard him loud and clear. Um, he's been listening <laughs> to the pod. Um, so, so we, we, we do know that Cordero, um, is already listed as a wide receiver, a running back and a returner, but the Falcons also listed him as a backup safety. So safe to say, um, he's the goat. He's playing both sides. He's the goat in Scotty Pippen's, uh, book. That's for sure. So he's Absolutely. winning. Um, love that he's gonna, you know, I, I need to see him play safety at one point. Um, that'd be a great, great achievement in his career. And that kind of would be, that would be a highlight for the, uh, for the Falcons. Um, just having a guy just playing all over the field. So, um, love, love, love that kind of quadruple threat guy. I can threat you with the safety. I can threat you with the pass game, the run game and return game. So far yeah, with I can threat you, Alex. That's a raw, raw term, right? Yes, there. good grammar. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Sean Payton and um, Scotty Pippen probably agree on that because yeah. I, I just know the minute Cordell Patterson becomes a free agent, he's gonna the Saints are gonna be the first to make a run at him. Like I, I don't know if I said this to you, Phil, but there's this video I saw this week. It was an interview with Sean Payton. I might have been. Oh, last you week. did. I Please did. share. I, I don't remember all the details of it. It's a hilarious video, and I'm going to watch it probably again after this. But uh, he goes, he basically says, um, like, Taysom Hill, if he wasn't on the Saints, you'd have 31 other teams lining up for him. Uh, he said he could play, he could be a starting safety in the NFL. He said he could be a starting quarterback. Like, it was ridiculous. He was basically said he could start anywhere on the field, and any team, all 32 teams in the NFL would sign him for basically at, at any position. He's just so, a master of none. He play. He does yeah, it all. Yeah, I don't. It's just craziness. But uh, clearly, him and Scotty see something we don't. So respect clearly. them, I guess. Yeah. He'll give him one of those incentive contracts that range anywhere from like two dollars to a hundred million, <laughs> like the same one he gave Taysom Hill. Just it's up to you to determine how much you make. Just yeah. go in when you feel like it, basically. So, shout out to Sean. Uh, what are you throwing down, old guy? So my genius this week is Kim Jong Un. Uh, oh. He is the. I did not see that Korea. coming. I can't lie. <laughs> I'm sure some of you guys have seen this, but uh, Kim Jong Un is banning leather coats in North Korea to ban to prevent citizens from copying his look. Uh, mm. So, I, I guess he's a big leather jacket, trench coat guy, um, and he wants. To, he says, "You know what? People are biting my style. 
and I can't have that anymore. So they're now banned. So that's a smart move. He said, you know what, if, you know, I have this power, I might as well use it type thing. So shout out to him. He saw a resale market go up in the leather coats and whatever their version of stock X is. And he's like, that's it. Banned. Yeah. I don't know if they have the internet there. Maybe they do. I don't, <laughs> I don't well, they might, it might've just been like a, like a guy meeting on the street corner type situation. That might've been could the resale market. Yeah. Definitely could have been. If you yeah. were, you know, a dictator, you would ban flannel and uh, red converse. shirts, con- <laughs> red converse. Um, what else? Jeans. Jeans would be uh-huh. banned. They would um, be banned. Yeah. Old baseball hats banned. Uh-huh. Mullets. Everyone would be dressing up Mullets. like Adam, basically. They'd be wearing like <laughs> Western football gear and sweatpants and, and athletic shorts. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what everybody would ban. Adam would definitely ban those Adidas track pants that have the three stripes down the side. Those would be banned. Um, I think Alex is a pretty versatile guy. Yeah. You know, he. I don't think he'd ban anything. Love it. Who would you ban, Phil? Everything. People would just be going around in the nude, so I was the only guy clothed. Let's go. That'd be kind of a power move. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. <laughs> just, yeah. uh, time for no conclusive evidence. Now we had planned to do ten beeps. Yeah, oh yeah, vote. no, we didn't vote. We didn't vote. Yeah, that's right. What do you want to vote for, Adam? I'm gonna vote Kim Jong Un just to uh, keep us safe on the podcast. Don't really want to disagree with the guy. Let's go. That's very wise. And for the same reason, I'll cast my vote for Kim Jong-un as well. Uh, uh, I don't I'm, care. Oh, you go on. I was going to go with I was gonna go with the hair dye guy. Okay. Alex, <laughs> you put it down. Um, This would be a tie, right? So I'm all for winners. Okay. But in, in all seriousness, though, I, I, uh, I'm not scared of Kim Jong-un. Um, Let's go. Me and Owen, not scared. No put it out there we'll wear leather coats all we want um and just generational wealth by that guy just nice yeah. move finding a niche no one else can do and uh you're doing your thing securing the bag i mean i am scared of kim jong-un so maybe what you just said won't make the podcast I don't know. yeah maybe but it will um no conclusive evidence tim Beebs came out as we talked about on a previous show i put him in a weekend winner and they came out on monday we all went to drive throughs today in the South, as we alluded to, and there was nothing, nothing there. Um, so uh, tough. But Owen did find a box, and there were three flavors in there, chocolate white fudge, sour cream chocolate chip, birthday cake waffle. And uh, Owen goes, you know, I found the box. Should I, you know, save him for the show? I'm like, yeah. And then two minutes later, he was holding up an empty box. So if you want to, like, <laughs> recap the people on sort yeah. of how it was and give them a rating, I mean, uh-huh. it's up to you. So in my defense, I didn't want to just eat, you know, just be the only one eating for like five minutes. I was like, mm. you know, if, if we can't do it together, I might as well just do it before. So that was the thought process there. That's one way to think about it for sure. Mm-hmm. That's one might say the right way to think about it. But as far as the actual product goes, I was mentioning this to Alex. They taste really similar to the existing Timbits, which is not a bad thing. Um, I will say my favorite was the birthday cake one. I didn't really notice a huge difference between, because it's supposed to be like a waffle birthday cake. And then the regular one they have is just birthday cake. And it tasted kind of the same, but that was my favorite. Okay. And what about the other two? Good. Huh? What about the other two? What'd you think? Good and good. Okay. (laughs) Oh, great. Good analysis by Owen there. So birthday cake waffle wins number one and the other two Uh are tied. 
I would say yeah, I can... number no, no no number two is the chocolate one, the sour okay. cream one or no the chocolate uh fudge, the chocolate with white what is it the chocolate, chocolate with white, white chocolate. fudge yeah yeah that one yeah and then the last one would be the sour cream one, sour okay. cream chocolate chip. This Based on your review, I can basically taste them already. Like that was such good description. Thank I you, can thank taste you. it. In my mouth. I'm watering at the mouth right now. <laughs> they were good. They were really good. And you get all the chocolate chips at the bottom. You just pour it in your mouth at the end. It's it's a it's an experience. Owen loves to do that. Fun I fact do. about Owen: Owen takes those small bags of chips and crumples <laughs> them up and then dumps it in his mouth. I wish I was kidding, but this is actually what he does. He yeah. just takes it and he makes a fist and he bashes it and then opens it and just. Yeah. drain turns out that's actually quite a popular way to do it so shout out to all the fans no. that are that have my back <laughs> yeah i know you're out there nobody's agreeing <laughs> with you right now um no conclusive evidence was going to be that but instead we got to you know throw a little lateral and uh i hate spotify wrapped no conclusive evidence it makes me really self-conscious about my taste i'll be honest kind of a basic bitch with what i listen to and uh, i'm not exactly proud of most of it so the fact that i have to look at it all in one place a little disappointing. I don't like it. I know Owen likes it because, you know, he's got his little niche flavor taste. Whatever he likes goes. But, uh, you know, uh, I just don't like it. You don't like it just Spotify giving it to you or, like, people posting it? Both. No. I mean, if you're can we guess? It, can we guess Phil's top five other than Drake number one? Anyone? Well, you're one for one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weekend number two? He was five. Okay. <laughs> like little baby no he was not in the top five little baby, Le baby. oh that's yep. right he was four dude who are we missing here You're justin bieber justin bieber right? no no not justin bieber was it like more pop rap or like pop or what i mean it won't take you long if when you figure out these is two. it polo it's g not... no no hold on j cole no, no I feel hates J. Cole. I hate J. Cole. Oh, Young Thug, obviously, Young Thug. Yeah, he was number two. And then number three, I'm wearing the shirt right now. Can you set it up? <laughs> what does it say? Uh, he's just showing us <laughs> yellow sleeves. And he's expecting <laughs> us to get it. Oh, uh, Jay-Z. Ah. See, kind of a tough year for me, to be honest. Because you know what? It looked a lot like last year, and it looked a lot like the year before. So kind of a tough year for me, again. That's why I don't like it. But, you know. Did everybody else like theirs? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. God for you guys. I hate Spotify wrapped. That's my that's my tangent. No conclusive evidence. It sucks. Um, Adam, do you have a take you want to show? Uh, no, I don't. We'll come back to you because you have to give a take. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, my take was actually, uh, this is kind of awkward, but uh, my no, no conclusive evidence, I don't like the people that complain about Spotify wrapped because I love it. I normally, you know, people say, oh, like nobody cares about your Spotify wrapped. Nobody cares. It's like, I care way more about somebody's Spotify wrapped. I find that way more interesting than a picture of your food or a picture of your dog mm. or a picture of your house. You know what I mean? I'd much rather see, oh, you're listening to this or you're, you know, this is your favorite podcast. This is your favorite artist. I will take Spotify rap 10 times out of 10. So I've had enough of the people complaining about it and uh, I'm putting my foot down. I'm a Spotify rap so, fan. <laughs> so <laughs> you'd, you'd rather take, if like you're going on a date and in terms of uh-huh. icebreakers, you'd take that over $100,000 cash app. Like you'd rather do that. Get to know someone. <laughs> rather now. do what? Then hundred thousand dollar cash app. 
Like you wouldn't give someone a hundred thousand dollars. I no, I mean I would no. not. That's yeah. no, definitely not. That's uh that's an Adam move exclusive. Okay. And I guess James Harden. Wow. The shots uh, are getting fired that second. I'm gonna back two enemies. On, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna back back on Adam's take. And I'm gonna say that I hate the people that think they're cool for having unique Spotify raps because yes. no one cares that you listen to edgy different music. I'm not going to think of you differently. I'm not going to go praise you and put a shrine in my bedroom and pray to the Owen God so no one cares that you listen to different music. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, where did I post my Spotify rap? <laughs> when did that happen? You didn't post where- it, but I know I know for a fact that you think you're cooler for having a different Spotify rap. Like, I know was- yours is different, and I know it makes you feel cool. No. Okay, no, okay. I- okay hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, <laughs> First of all, there's, there's no, that's false, okay? Just to clear the record. If I thought it was unique and cool, I would have posted it, but I didn't. And second of all, there, why didn't you post yours, Adam? Why didn't, why didn't you? What was on because your Because there's nothing interesting about mine. No, I know why. Bieber, Grande, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, mine is a lot like Phil's. Like, it's nothing cool. I, I don't like posting on my Instagram story. Whoa. 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 Says the guy who posts after every Cowboys win. Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. no. Get exposed. Adam, Adam, Adam. This has been a brutal sh- segment. Alex, you should make your take about Spotify rap. Well, I don't need to make my take because one of the good listeners of our podcast, uh, Evan Brownlee, he's a big listener, I think. He'll tune think in so. sometimes. I think. So that's the great thing about Spotify is um, it's a great day. What is this? December 1st. Does it always happen on December 1st? Yes. Yes. So you can just go on anyone's story and it's guaranteed to be about Spotify. And he goes, everyone saying no one cares about your Spotify wrapped is just an Apple music user. Don't be mad because you stream your music on an inferior app. So yes. I kind of feel hurt because I'm an Apple music user, but nonetheless, um, <laughs> great, great take by Evan Brownlee. Just Do you feel left out it's, on days like uh, No, not really. Cause because it's if you are a Spotify user, then it's like, do I post or do I not post? But as an Apple Music user, I don't have to have that dull, like worry about choosing do I post or do I not post. So I just go about my day. But I see it's very stressful for all you Spotify users. There's I mean, some people that do post the Apple Music stats. I, I saw some. There's Apple Music stats. Yeah. Wow, Phil's switching right now. Yeah, there is. No. There is. This was my second most listened to podcast for the record. Me too. Congratulations. You too. That's nice, boys. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. That makes me happy. I love that. Again, shout out to the people who posted it as their most listened to and sent it to me. Uh, that, you know, send it to everybody here. Don't yeah. don't leave anybody out. We all want to see the support. Love the pod. Love the pod. No no other way about it. Um, Adam, are you eating during the podcast? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Nobody's yeah, he's not answering his mouth is full right here. now. Yeah, okay. Kick him off. You're done. Yeah, if you have anything to say, say it now with a you should do it with your mouth full, actually, so <laughs> we can confirm or deny. He's he thought he could trick us by going so far back in his chair that we wouldn't see with the yeah, background covering his face. Background. I just muted my mic. Like, sorry. So you could eat. All right. Keep it muted. You know Keep it muted. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> Phil literally removed this. <laughs> oh my god, what a we dog. didn't need his audio anyway, you know. He was just eating in the last half, so whatever. You know what? He doesn't get to be here and say anything goodbye because he couldn't wait to eat dinner. Yes. Tough. Yes. Tough. Yes. 
kind of a rewarding moment for us there to, yeah. to just kick him off. I think that everybody <laughs> felt that was a big moment. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, anyway, this one's done. 10 out of 10, I would say. I um, haven't even done mine, but... Uh, oh, oh go, 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 go. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'll just do it quick. Uh, Duke said that Paulo Banchero sweats seven pounds a game. That's cat. That's not real. That equates to about uh, 3.18 liters a game. That Relax. No one sweats That's, three liters a game. How do you even quantify that? I don't you know. Just, he just got a bucket. He's playing in. Yeah. So no, that's just that. No one sweats seven pounds a game. Calm down. No, that's that's. Cap. I'm with you. That is big cap. I'm I'm way down. What are you? That, that's absurd to lie about. Even who's? I don't know what you? they're trying to. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't, dude, I played with some people that they could. They look like they could sweat three liters. Like they'll be on the court for like 15 minutes, and you'll like they'll post you up, and it'll just leave your entire body just wet by contact. Oh, I know so. who you're thinking of right now. <laughs> I know, but I'm thinking of. when you look at him, when you look at Manchero, he. Uh, I mean, I'm not getting Kevin Garnett vibes because Kevin Garnett no. is soaked pregame, let alone game. <laughs> but this kid, he doesn't look like he has sweat on him at all. So I don't know where they're getting seven pounds from. Yeah. It's just an insane thing to quantify. I have no idea how you'd even start. Yeah. That's, That's all gross. I got. Um, before the premature ending, I would say 10 out of 10. Now I might have to dock a nine. I, just, <laughs> I tried to bully Alex out of his take. Sorry. <laughs> all good. All good. It was a great pod. It was. I Any parting it. words from you, boys? Ah, oh, man, we uh, talked about so much. Uh, just, uh, I mean, stay hydrated. Don't be losing seven pounds of sweat or fluid. So, let's go. Stay hydrated. Uh, yeah, That's stay a hydrated. good one. Owen, what are you yeah. saying? Um, I'm saying let's see the uh, let's see some more Spotify Wrapped. I love seeing them. <laughs> let's go. So keep them coming. I like I look could... forward to clicking on this stories and that could start world war three honestly it could we could spotify wrapped or or not so (laughs) we could get into a huge debate about it for sure save it for its own episode we'll flag on the play short just 20 minutes about spotify wrapped i'm down to try it uh we'll talk to you guys again on monday uh good to be back that's all i'll say talk to you guys then